Massive and Crew, what's up, what's up? It's the Echo Rebel Experience. Experience. Yeah, man, there with my big brother. Where yes. says you? Big brother. <laughs> when they see us in public, I think I'm the smaller brother, but it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, that's like one of my big monikers is Little Big Bro. <laughs> little Big Bro, yo. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Just, just the fact you call me brother, that, that's all that matters. You Definitely. Know? Echo Slim is in the building alongside myself. Yes, and we are featured guest today. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Miss Dylan. Ooh, hello, people. <laughs> Yo, today is this an interesting day that shows you that you never know what life has in store never for you. Never know. We didn't even know we we're going to shoot the podcast today or record the podcast. Um, especially after what we did today. And I didn't know I was going to run into you of all, all today, of all places. You know, so it's just beautiful, man. It's always great to, to link up with good people, man, especially unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah, man. So we got the, the great Dylan, um, multi, multifaceted um, artisan or what do you say? Thespian, um, all those things. You act, you um, yep. you dance. I think you could sing, too. Whoa. Um, he said, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but what don't you do? You do everything so well. You know? uh, don't do... I don't know. I try to do everything. Um, I are love you one of those people? Are you one of those people that are like, no, I have to master this thing first, or you don't mind being a jack of all trades? I think I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> I think that's my story too, but I'm not mad at that. Well, yeah, you meet new people, you're yeah. creative, and you're always trying new things, and you don't get bored. Yes, because I, I I could tend to get bored sometimes. I understand that, yeah. and hence the new things. Yes, the new things, and that's pretty much how I met you on on a set for a video you were shooting. So that's pretty cool. Just meeting you, seeing you in your element, and um, just seeing you at work the first time I met you. Like, okay, yeah, she's official. She knows what she's doing, you know. So that was really dope. But um, yeah, just give the people some background, like what, like I, I mentioned what you do, but like get well, more yeah. specific um, credits if you want. Um, education anything like whatever your, your your upbringing influences whatever okay um from i'm from brooklyn new york put that, put that, what part canarsie yo about what street what street 82nd 83rd okay. glenwood okay 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 big up my, my aunt's on uh, east uh, 51st you know what i mean so yeah big up all the canarsie massive continue sorry that's right um yeah. that's where it all started and i've always wanted to act and do entertainment i just didn't know how um when I moved to Florida, um, I stayed in school and became a dental hygienist, but, you know, entertainment kept calling me. And I got my first gig acting from um, hanging out at the beach. Interesting. Yeah. South I've, Beach or no, Port Lauderdale Beach? Port Lauderdale Beach? All over beach. Yo. Random. <laughs> wow. That, I wouldn't expect that, but continue. Go ahead. Yeah. I was hanging with some friends and I was I was singing, but I'm not a singer. I think you could sing. Look at that. I was singing on the beach and this guy was like, hey, you don't seem shy. Can you act? You want to try being an extra? And I, you know, I thought he was BSing me, but <laughs> a year passed. I never heard from the guy. And I was year. like, okay. Wow. He was BSing he me. He was BSing you. And he calls me after a year to um, act on a novella called El Justiciero Dos. It's a Mexican novella. All right, what's, what's a novella? Because I oh. think a lot of people don't know what novellas are. Mm. A novella is a soap opera. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much, but they're soap, super soap, dramatic. Soap opera. <laughs> super dramatic, way more dramatic. Way, way more, more dramatic. dramatic. And... I... <laughs> <laughs> For real echo, just like that. <laughs> we'll continue. And I get to set 
and I'm really excited because I never acted before because they just give you a location and a time. Wow. Yeah, they don't give you any clues and they say bring clothes. <laughs> yeah. And no, just any clothes. Any clothes. <laughs> I get there and it's a bunch of women in bras and underwear and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh God, my mom's gonna kill me. Uh, yeah, the Craigslist ad is real. <laughs> <yo>. <laughs> and I get there and I'm like, let me try and spin this to be positive because at the end of the day, it did look professional, it didn't look like porn. Right. So I said, let me see what this is all about. Right. And they put me in, of course, you know, lingerie and they're like, you're gonna be one of the women in the whorehouse. I'm like, oh great, this is just getting better. Okay. And the director's like, you're an extra, just stand in the background, look pretty. Mm -hmm. And mind you, all the girls on set, huge boobs, you know, faces, like yeah. everything done. So I'm like the most realist chick there, so I'm feeling insecure. I'm like, I don't know if I should be here. No, 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 we like the real girls. What are you talking <laughs> That's about? That's when you should be more secure. Yo, it's people, if you ever see she hot right there now. She's <laughs> Alright, so she's in the extra. Let's go again. Go I, I just had to interject that. Thank you, thank you're you. You're welcome. So um, the director was like, you know what? Actually, because I was the only black girl, um, so they have like a minority thing. Yeah. When you do novellas, there's always like one or two black people to represent all oh. the black people. Oh, so. thank you, novellas. Appreciate it. <laughs> so they're like, the director's like, I'm going to have you actually walk past the camera real quick mm -hmm. and then we'll start the scene. So we block it. A block is when you practice and then they shoot it. And something inside of me was like, hey, you're acting. You're in a whorehouse. You've been to a strip club. You know what they do. So I pretty much acted like I belong there and really, you know, stuck stuck myself out and stood out. And the director stopped. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, you can act. I'm going to use you for like three more scenes. I need what? you to stay. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> So he used me for three more scenes and he's like, can you come back and film another scene? I'm going to give you lines. I was like, what? Yes. But yo, hold on there, hold on there. Yeah. I, I got to jump in the story real quick. Yeah. You know the, the greatest thing I pick up already from your story is that you were open to do these things and that kind of gave you the opportunity mm -hmm. to get further blessings. You know, I feel now we, we, ha we live in a society where we want gifts, gifts with a closed fist. No, you can't receive that way. Exactly. You got to be open. Especially acting, I got to give it to you because yeah, some I people like would have been like, once they saw the set, they're out of there. They're out, yeah. They're, but yeah. I feel with art, and I might have been one of those people, but I think with art, you gotta kind, you gotta be open-minded. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you have, you know, there's a limit. You're not gonna pass. Hello. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta be open, and that's what gives you. I guess that's what gives you more in demand. Makes you more in demand with certain directors or producers because they're like, oh, this person, you know, she's down, and 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 she's open-minded. She may maybe she'll try this as opposed to another actress or actor who won't. Having yeah. limits definitely is necessary. I mean, I was asked to do like topless. I was like, no, mm-mm, right. not there. Right. But I can help in some other ways, and I actually got two parts. I got a speaking role. I actually got trained to speak in a Mexican like accent. Because wow. it's a okay, it's in English, Spanish. Okay, but English, but in Spanish, okay. Yeah, so all that happened, and ever since then, I was like, more, more, more. I want to keep doing this. I love it. Nice. All right, so what was what was after that? What, what did you do after that? After that, um, I did a few more novellas as an extra, and um, I landed this part as a day player in Nickelodeon. 
Nice. Uh, I played a 12-year-old in a magic school. It was called Wits Academy. How old were you really, though? I was like 28. Okay, that just 29. shows you how, how 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 young she's looking on these streets. You know what I mean? <laughs> the black does not crack here. It doesn't yeah. crack, right? you know? So that's great. How, how was that experience? That was cool. Um, working with kids, at, uh, professional acting kids, that's something to really see. Um, I learned a lot on that set. And it's a big set. Nickelodeon is a big audience. And yeah. it aired like in South America and in the U.S., Okay, so you you popping in um you popping overseas then? Popping overseas, Latin America, big up. Yeah, man, that's yeah. dope, man. Yeah, so ever since then I've just been taking on things. My biggest one I've done in English because everything's been Latin. Right. right. Um, I worked with the Thirteen Ten Bandits. Um, it's a female-led um film group. Um, they make independent films and shorts. They actually were in the 48-hour and 48-day film challenge. Oh, dope. I know um, I know some of the people that run it. Yeah, so I worked with them on uh, two things, actually. It was Kali Matina. That was a 48-day, and that won some awards, I think, at the uh, Seattle Film Festival. Sick. And we just did the, the standoff. That was a short. Um, but I think they're still running that through some film festivals as well. And working with them have been great because being with all women, we're all supportive of each other and we all promote each other's talents. So I love working with them. That's the biggest thing I've really done lately. So bringing up like the women, like especially in this climate, you know what's going on, right? And so it's being out there more in the open. Um, what has your experience has been like you said on set there, you said, okay, you drew the line. This is what I'm not going to do. But what are some of the things that if you care to share, you don't got to go that deep that mm. you've had to deal with and you've seen other women deal with on set? Well, it's the reality of the entertainment business. I mean, some men and women, because yeah. I don't want to yeah. just say just yeah. men. Right. There's women on set who will coerce you to say, hey, why don't you, uh, you know, flirt it up with the cameraman? Maybe he'll give you an extra part. And wow. you feel like, well, you're my ally. You wouldn't steer me in the wrong place, right. but... Or you would think they're your You ally. would think they are, but act actually they're not. Yo. So you have to be careful on set. It's because the people in the entertainment industry, they don't have any background checks. Mm -hmm. You don't know where these people are coming from, what they do with their personal lives. So I had to be really careful on a lot of sets just not to fall into that trap because you can make it sometimes mm -hmm. if you put yourself in that situation. But if right. that, that's not what you want. You know, you don't want to make it that way. Right. And working with women, I mean, especially these women, I've known a lot of them for a long time. So there was this comfort there. And I think it allowed me to act a lot better mm -hmm. because I knew I could truly take down that wall because I know I'm in a safe place and I'm protected. And it, it makes better work. It makes a better product when you don't have to worry about, is this person taking pictures of me? Are they, you know? Right. Yo, yeah. I never heard that perspective before. That's I'm glad you brought that up in terms mm -hmm. of women on set telling you to flirt with a cameraman because you make extra scenes. Wow, I never heard that. I'm yeah, sure this, because yeah. yo, I feel like the you know the way how I, how I look at entertainment is it's somewhat of a mafia. Yeah. Yep. Right. So you have this mafia person. I don't really know. It might be the director running the show, or maybe it's the producers that are really running the show. And it's the money man, you really. know, they <laughs> plant these little. What would, you, what would you guys call them now? I don't know, informants or people that work wow. with, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. help coerce them to recruit. Recruiters. They they, they plant recruiters. <laughs> Man. But, they that's, plant recruiters. but that's so interesting. I feel like yeah. that's how kind of the entertainment is 
was built upon and now that in the last couple months one year ago everything is starting to come to light and mm -hmm. being exposed like yo this is really happening it's unregulated i mean that's yes. what happens yeah and that's the thing when when there's not i mean i'm sure there's yeah there's they have the actors union and those sag. things but sag but it's like when something is unregulated like where how do you change or what's the first step to to making you know progress and or in change or i don't know it's just it's confusing to me well i know it starts with yourself Always. It, it has to start there before it starts anywhere else. Right, right, and then right. talking about it, mm. like we're doing right now. Right. I mean, I think a lot of women I know talk about it amongst ourselves and say, oh, yeah, I know about that guy. Don't work with him. Right. You know? But you tell too many people, they're like, oh, you know, he's not a bad guy. Or she's not a bad person. They didn't mean it that way. Maybe you took it out of context. Right. So when you start getting into those type of waters, it makes you feel like you don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Man, that's deep. So, so I know it was kind of like a serendipitous thing. You're on the beach, and then the casting agent came across and said, hey, you know, maybe you should get into acting or something. But in your childhood, was there ever a time when you said, you know, I want to be in a novella? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, my earliest memory of wanting to be on TV was... Um, I think it was one of those commercials where the little girls are playing with the dollhouse. And I was watching them. I was like, how do I get to do that? Mm. I want to I wanna do what they're doing, not play with the house, but right. I want to be in the TV, like, entertaining people. I want to switch roles. And I always thought about that as a child. I just didn't think it was possible. You know, I grew up with island family. And yes. And, like, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a, a lawyer. lawyer. I've been there. We all been there. <laughs> and then the only way you can make it is if you go to school traditionally. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, it's not that they weren't supportive, but they were thinking realistically, how are you mm -hmm. going to support yourself inside the TV screen? You know? Yeah. How are you going to bring home bacon and make the bacon? Yeah, figuratively speaking. Right. <laughs> Bring home the kale. There you Spinach. go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's real. It is real because especially coming from the islands, like you know, a lot of our families, they don't, they didn't, they didn't see that amongst them themselves or their family. You know, and they've seen sometimes they've seen actual musicians suffering as well. So they're like, "Yo, man, nah, you're going to school." It's all about survival. I yeah. mean, being an artist is surviving. Yes, it is. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To this day, I, 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 that's what we do. That's what we do. Surviving on a dream, on a talent, on an idea. On an idea. An idea that and could I, change the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I agree. It, it, it is survival because let's think about it. Like, you choosing this non-conventional non or traditional route, you're being hit from all angles. angles. With so much adversity and so many people telling you, no, you can't do it. No, you shouldn't do it. No, this is impossible. Yep. Yo, it's a real thing. You, you have to kind of hold it. I know that you have to believe in the idea of it even being possible or for you to achieve that, that goal and that dream and that vision. Yeah, living on art is harder than doing the nine to five. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so much harder because you have to be your self-motivator, your own mm. business right. person. You got to say, I am going to wake up at 8 o'clock because mm -hmm. I have things to do. There's things I want to accomplish instead of I have to wake up at 8 and go to this job I don't want to yeah. go to, come home, then I'll be tired. No, it's different. Right. And then also, too, that's the next narrative that we always find, right? We always say, I have to, but really and truly is what you choose to do. We have a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you choose to do so as a creative you're right you choose to live this type of lifestyle in order for you to be more free to have the time when you want to have the time right and That's i think true. i think it is you're right it's such a choice because the way you look at um i guess it's more difficult for a creative than a person a nine to five i kind of look at it the opposite way yeah i look at someone who does a nine to five like that's hard for me and i i i admire those people that can get up you know six seven in the morning and do something that they really don't want to do some of them may love their job but uh i don't know maybe 60 70 percent maybe 80 percent don't like the job that they wake up to do like i i think that's admirable because i tried it and i couldn't do it i just couldn't do it you know and um i'm thankful for the support system i have that allows me to be creative because if i didn't have that support system then i probably would have no choice i'd have to get up you know, but um, yeah, I think I look at my mom and my dad for so many years. I'm like, yo, I admire you guys because I tried it. I couldn't do it. I think it depends on the yeah. job, too. I feel like when you work for like a company that's a blood sucking company, you become a blood sucker yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're working for to, like the to, community, to put it. yeah, but if you work for the community, like working with kids or oh, yeah. working with a, a certain demographic that's in need, you get that intrinsic value, like yeah. restored. You feel good and you're like, OK, I could do this. I may not love this, but you feeling good makes me feel good and I could continue in that way. Um, no, that's dope. That's dope. So, like, that's the next thing. So, right now, you're living solely off of the arts? Well, okay. So, I went to school, and I became a dental hygienist. And Talk to me about that. Big up, big uh, up. So, I, I did dental hygiene, and I lived, um, I lived off of that for some time. I lived in Colorado. I worked for two offices, and then I, I moved back out here um, on the East Coast to work in dental hygiene out here. And I actually, it's hard. I came out here to do the dental hygiene, but I got discovered when I moved back out here. Mm. That's the funny. So it kind of stopped me in my tracks. I was like, I went to school for this. So I need to do this, but I like this acting, acting and yeah. entertainment so much more. So how do I balance the two? So I still work in as my day job yeah, as a dental hygienist. And um, I use my free time to juggle acting and my entertainment career currently I'm just doing the entertainment and putting the dental hygiene on a back burner but yeah yeah so I supplement with my funds from dental hygiene to do all the other fun stuff I want to do the creative stuff I want to do so is that your main I guess reason for working to to fund what you really want to do yeah I mean at mm -hmm. this moment mm -hmm. things change life changes ideas change but right. at this moment that's definitely where I'm at I want to work part-time to make enough so that I can do more creative endeavors and accomplish more things in that field in that realm okay so what are like some of the things you'd like to accomplish creatively you think or where is there a void you feel like you know what I don't know not giving you don't want to give all your ideas out but what's something that's like yo I can do this or maybe I you know a group of people would enjoy this well i've been spending some time writing i'm really getting into behind the camera stuff nice. um working with the 1310 bandits they've allowed me to um go to some workshops where i got to um, learn about script writing um filming establishing a scene and really getting to know the behind the camera life and i love it i love it just as much as being on the front of the camera so I've been testing ideas and writing stories, maybe writing scripts. Um, maybe it could turn into something. I know a lot of creatives that love to work and collaborate together. 
So in the possibility, possibly doing a documentary. Who knows? Yo, that's That'd dope. be nice. Yeah, that's definitely what I want to do. Um, I want to get into more documentaries and just because I like I, I I love just history that's not typically told, especially from our communities. You know, um, we, yeah, we do we do we do so much dope stuff, man. And and, and as just people of of color, man, we have so much such a dope history from way back and just currently like stuff from maybe. 20, 10 years ago and just what's going on now that, you know, these stories need to be told, you know, I think. So, yeah, that's dope. I would like to see some of the stuff you're working on. We got to collab. I'll tell you about some stuff later, not, yeah, on, the, nah, not on the record. Don't give all the ideas, <laughs> but definitely. Um, no, nah, script writing. Um, I need help with that, too, because I, yeah, I need some help with that. It's so. just a few skills and an idea and knowing how to organize it. Super easy. We'll link up. Yeah, we'll Let's link do up. That. Well, definitely, man. And, um... I don't want to get too deep into that because, like I said, we we don't have to get into that. But how do you feel about like um, miscasting, like it's, like just just characters that um, I don't know, like producers that just don't get it right. You know what I mean? Mm. Like how do like yeah? It's distracting for the audience. All right. That's what I mean. I don't know what goes on in, in the casting. I mean, I go to castings and auditions and I see how it works. But when the end result is so poor, it's distracting for the viewer. You can't pay attention when the person that's supposed to be, yeah. per se, uh, the character doesn't really deliver. Because that, yeah, you're right. Because that gets in, especially for, I don't want to bring it up, man. But <laughs> I really like that series, Nico. And it's like the second season just was just horrible. You know what I mean? They just miscasted the whole thing. So I know. You got me into it. Yeah, man. The first season was so good. And then Ooh, I was like, really yes. Was. All right, mom, they take us to the islands. And then it's like, no. <laughs> like, yo, man, that was horrible, man. Yeah, everybody, go watch Luke Cage season two. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up. But, um, yeah, man, I would have been dope to see you in there. You're telling lie. me. I mean, the guy, um, Bushmaster. Yeah. So I had to look this up. I was he ain't a bad guy. I like him still. No, I no, no. He's cool. I do capoeira. I yeah. don't know if I mentioned that. I do Brazilian martial arts. That's a, yo, you're, you're official. You're so official. I'm, I'm a corda laranja azul. So that's a blue and orange cord. Okay. So I'm almost in my instructor phase. That's okay. um, right, like almost teacher. All right. And Bushmaster from Luke Cage, any capoeirista or persons who uh, practice capoeira can tell he does capoeira. Right. That's like the main fighting skill. Right. And he actually, I looked it up, he had to practice capoeira for like some time. So oh, yeah. anything that he's doing at his stunts are first level capoeira classes. Yeah, he was nice. So if anyone's into capoeira, you should definitely check that out because you could really kick some butt and look cool doing I it. I love capoeira. I do. I just can't do it, so. Yes, you can. You okay. haven't tried. Nah, true. But um, I'd rather just hire you and just you can just capoeira the person in front of me and just get them out of there. <laughs> no, I'll teach you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, do you have any um cool projects coming up or anything you want to plug or... Uh, any uh, any any ideas or like I know you don't want to give anything away, but any things you're coming up that yeah, you're you're in acting or um, I know you were in Kashif's video that was dope. You know yes, I mean? that was really great, great yeah. great opportunity. Really thankful to the Lindo family and Kashif Lindo because yeah. I met you through here right. and um, I met a lot of other artists and just nice people. I feel like I'm a family member. Oh, so. you are. We love you. You know that <laughs> man. You're the best man. And big up Joanna uh, Marie putting that together as well. Definitely. Yeah. So you were in that video. You did your thing. I don't know if you have anything else coming up any new novellas or you know soap operas or well, capoeira videos or right know. before i came in here I, I don't know if you know i was on my phone a lot right. 
Um, they're casting for this new novella in two weeks. So I'm right. trying to actually get a portfolio together so okay. I could send that in really quick. Oh, that's what you're doing those videos for? That's what <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yo, let us let, let us add to that. If you need more videos, let me know. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I'm quickly trying to get in because this is that season for TV where right. they're looking for, for people, people and stuff. How do you go so. about finding that too? Like It's who you know. It's always who you know. Um... I go through like small agencies. I don't have an agent, so I'm right. pretty much freelance. If there's any agents out there looking for a link her up, link an her up. actress, model, capoeirista, stunts, hey, dancer. dancer. Oh, he stunts too. Okay, nice. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, so you you meet through agents. You meet people on set. That's really where you get. Yeah, it's all about net. Everything it's in life is networking. It's all networking. It's all networking. Yeah, and they tell you a good job and who they work with, and then you call them and you hang out with them, and then click, click, click. Right. And that's how you get it. There's no way. There's no rule book. There's, you can't write it down. You really just have to go out there, put yourself in situations where the people you want to meet are. So if you hear, for instance, uh, what big event we have coming up? Uh, Carnival. Carnival, yeah. for instance. Right. You got to go where the people are. Or um, winter music conference. Yeah, Isn't that coming? Conference. If Next you're year. an artist, you should find out where the party's going to be. Be there. Have yeah. your demo ready. It's it's a job. You have to have it. So for act for actor, what do you have to have like ready just for people to see? It used to be like an artist who would have a mixtape or a flash drive with the music. Like, how does it work for actors? Actors. Instagram's really good. Okay. It's a great way to um, upload. Um, if you've done acting, any acting reels. Acting reels. Okay. Um, IMDb. Right. Um. How important do do they really like producers? Really, is that the first thing they check? I don't know. I haven't heard of anyone really getting anything off of that. Going to classes, going to acting classes right. is actually a great way because actors always have to practice. No one stays perfect forever. You have to train your voice. You have to train your face. Mm. You have to train your body, especially if you're doing like physical acting. So that takes discipline. So going to classes is very important. And it's also a great way to get work. Um, I saw an interview with, um, you ever Orange is the New Black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that. Okay. I watched it a while. You know the character Daya? The oh, yeah. That pregnant? was a great yeah, yeah. interview. Local from yeah. Florida, too. Oh, really? I didn't know she was from Florida. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. So I saw an interview with her, and she was saying how she was working as a nurse, and she was doing the whole 9 to 5 thing, and also going to school. No, she was working in a hospital and going to school to be a nurse. And she started doing acting classes on the weekends. Wow. Talk about Yeah, talk about full-time. Yeah. And she went to her first casting, which was Orange is the New Black, mm. got in, and then boom. Wow. So I guess she, she ain't no need to be a nurse? <laughs> no, she actually got fired. Whoa. Which was a blessing, of blessing. course. Yeah, so. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's putting yourself in the right circles. Yeah, that could happen. We hear about you blow it up big. All right, the dental hygienist thing. Okay, you got fired, but hey, I'm in the new <laughs> Netflix special. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so dancing, yeah. Um, I'm thinking, I know some DJs who may want some visual content. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Yeah, Nico, I'm going to get her on um, for some of these house songs. Just, just dancing. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's all house music is, really. It's just vibes. just dancing, you know? Um, so yeah, do you have any, before we get out of here, do you have any like advice for like any upcoming actresses, actors, producers, like you say networking, like what else could uh, um, help their journey or help them progress in their journey? I think the biggest thing is being self-disciplined. To tell yourself that you are going to do it, to wake up and look at yourself and say you are going to do it. Because everyone's going to tell you you can't. 
I agree. Yeah. So why why should you tell yourself you can't? Right. Exactly. Right. So that's the first thing. Right. Once you have that down, you'll give yourself the determination to set a schedule, to meet people, to learn, to educate yourself, to stay focused. And, you know, even taking care of yourself. If you're not eating, if you're not drinking the right things, taking care of your body, you're mm -hmm. not going to make it. Right. Because acting long hours, waiting, you think set food is good food? No. A lot of times it's, it's like Skittles and potato chips and soda, and you, you're three in the morning and you have to act like it's, you know... 8, 8 a.m., it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Mentally. Yeah, it's a lot. Especially the casting, taking that energy to always cat, go up and cast. And, you know, you may get rejected a lot, but to continue to keep going and casting is like, yo, that's that takes a lot. I went on an audition last week, actually. Oh, audition, I'm sorry. Well, no, yeah. I went to an audition last week, actually, for, um, I thought it was for acting, and they're like, oh, no, no, it's for dancing, like, last minute. I was All like, right. What? Okay. So uh, I get there, like, at the dot, because time is important. You have to always be on time. And um, it was contemporary. So I'm more trained in hip-hop and popping and locking and housing. Nice. And contemporary is a certain discipline. There's a certain cleanliness to being a contemporary dancer. Mm -hmm. Pointy toes, nice, clean lines. Yeah. So, but I went, hey, you know, you never know. I go to the audition and um, I was so nervous, but one of my really good friends, he's a dancer, his name's Chad Childs, watching BET Awards tonight, should hey. be on stage. Um, he told me, every audition, you gotta look at it as a learning opportunity. Don't go in there thinking, if I don't make it, I'm nobody. It's, you know, you right. go in there like, it's a learning opportunity, I'm gonna meet people, I'm gonna take this time to learn what I need to work on. And then that's all it is. If you get in, great. But if you don't, it was a great opportunity for you to get somewhere. You moved ahead. You didn't stay in the same place and you didn't go backwards. So. All right, that's a good way to look at it. So don't look at it as, oh, you may get uh, accepted or rejected. Look at what else you can get from it outside of that. Exactly. That's deep, man. All right, so real quick, top five actors or actresses of all time for you. Ooh, okay. And then um, I'm going to start some drama after, but go ahead. <laughs> all right, top five actors and actors. Well, Whoopi Goldberg. What Very number? diverse character. Um, we rank in these. We don't. There's no competition. We, we just. <laughs> uh, we okay. Um, number two. Okay, she's up there. She's one of my favorites. Uh, number two. All right. Um. Mm, what's her name? What's her name? God. Oh, she black or white? She's white. She Meryl, Meryl Streep. No. <laughs> no, she played in. Um, these questions. Uh, Keaton. Uh, wasn't it Diane Keaton? Uh, no, no. She's young. She's um, she, she played, played in... in uh, we can skip her. It's all good. Yeah, skip her. Um, I really like... I like Ben Stiller. He's he always funny. makes me laugh. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He has that, that dry humor. Like, he His got dry that down humor to is tea. wonderful. Yeah, he does. Um... He hasn't acted in a while, but Omar Epps. I usually love Omar's his movie. Omar's my guy from Juice. Q, exactly. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always. He does. He really delivers in every role he does. He so does. proud of him. I'm surprised he doesn't get more work. I know. I but know. it's like maybe he's rejecting work that he doesn't really want. You know. It could be that, or do you think it's that typical Hollywood only has that one black lead, or or? Look, I want an audition. I don't want to cut the story, yeah. but oh my god! So I went on an audition one time, and they didn't say they wanted a race, right? Mm. And um, but it was all black girls there, so mm -hmm. they told the casting person they wanted to race. They didn't tell us. Right. We all had to read the same lines. The director says to me, he's like, "Wow, you're so good. You're doing exactly what I want. But can you be more, more angry?" 
Mm. I said, okay, mm. I, could, I could be angrier. I don't know if it calls for that, but you're the director, whatever you want. Right. I do the lines, I do it angrier. And mind you, this is a room full of people, mm. okay? And then, and there's a camera right in your face. When I say in your face, like touching your nose. And then he says, that was good, but can you be more like, uh, what's the word? Oh, Como se dice esa palabra, eh? <laughs> more uh. like the, 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 the beach. I was like, the I'm what? I'm like a bitch? No, you like, should have brought Sandy. should have brought Sandy. <laughs> like, no, no, no. They were the, like the black beach. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what the is like, that? Look, yeah. my face, there's a camera and this recording everything. And I'm yeah. trying to make sure my face looks normal because I want to give him the like, what did, what did you yeah. just say to me? And I'm like, oh, uh, the uh, black beach. You know, the, the beach, the ghetto beach. I'm looking for that. Did you slap him? No, okay, good. I just did it the same way I did it before. And he, and, like... and he was disappointed and I didn't get the part, but I kept my sanity good. and my composure and I didn't sell out. I mean, I don't want to say it's a sellout. I get people who have to, there's people who want to get the opportunity, so they right. feel they have to do it. Right. But I don't think I could sleep at night if I went in there and acted like someone I'm not. That's good. Like, listen to my voice. Like, I... Th- <sighs> But isn't that the, what acting is, though? It acting is. Like someone you're not. But. It is, but there's, you know, I worked for a group of black um, directors, small-time black directors. I think mm-hmm. it's like FNO Productions. Failure is not an mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. And we did like a skit, like a short. Right. And we're all black, and we're all playing with it. And they were like, oh, let's try, like, do an African voice, like an African accent. Accent, yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, I'll try my best. Mm-hmm. And... We were filming it in this um, roti roti restaurant, hey. <laughs> like off a of Lauder Hill. And the people in the restaurant thought we were filming an African movie. And like they stopped. They're like, oh, I love African movies. Those are my favorite. Are you guys an African movie? And we're like, no, we're just a small time. They're like, oh, this is really good. Let me get the info. So your accent was good then. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great to work with like black people and feel like we weren't making fun of the culture. Like we're promoting the culture. Well, you, you can't make fun of the culture. It no. got to be genuine. We'll see if it's not genuine. It, it was it was genuine. Yeah. And it was genuine love and people around it. And I was like, this is the only way you'd really get me to do something like that. When I'm working with like my people who get it. All right. You know? We gonna get you. We gonna, we got some stuff to do. We got work to do. Yo, so it was a pleasure. Thank you again for coming through. It's always a really, pleasure. Thank really, you. Full joy. Plug the, your the, uh, your socials or where can they reach you? Um, Instagram at Dylan um, D underscore I underscore L underscore um, L O N. That's complicated, but you can also do it with my full name, Nastasia N A S T A S S I A. Last name Dylan. D I L O N. Last name Dylan. First name. <laughs> but yeah, but definitely be on the lookout for. We're gonna do some stuff, collab with some stuff. Definitely gotta cast you on some stuff that you fit. You know, not somebody that uh, you know obviously does not fit the part. <sighs> I'm so disappointed, Luke H. Oh I my know. gosh. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. My head's on the microphone. I'm just disappointed, man. But hey, I'm glad that you're here. Um, it was it was great seeing you today. And thanks for coming through. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. This was wonderful. My first yeah, podcast. Hopefully not my last. Bring nah, me back. Nah, you'll be nah. back. When you blow up, we'll, we'll, hopefully we can afford you. Know, I already your, feel your, like you're already there, to be honest. Yeah. Aww. Big time, man. But yeah, we'll definitely bring you back. And thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Later. Peace. Peace.
time I'm gonna make your life so clear Time to make your mind From now police I man was waiting, I was praying I was hoping for the days like this Say finally, yeah Naughty dread can smoke in a peace No have to take no offense from now police I man was waiting, I was praying I was hoping for the days like this Me remember when me used to have to stop it In my socks or my shoes Come and never want me mama see me pan now news That holy sacrament it truly changed my Shine a hose The marijuana plant Ain't just another plant Made me forget all my cats And my daughter ain't all my wants Them say it make you rebel Rebel against what? Babylon schemes and plots But finally This that you dread can smoke in a piece I mean no have to run from no police I man was waiting, I was praying I was hoping for the days like this Say finally I mean no I fear run from no police I man was waiting, I was praying, I was hoping for the day Jamaica, Lord, hey, she have a rich history, 
A beautiful woman with the sweetest gifts Beautiful sunrise and an evening kiss Of a nice sunset on the evening season But she tell me say she tired Tired of the exploit and the liars She give them reggae, give them beaches, give them flowers and the ferns All she got is abuse in return But I say, don't you worry yourself, mama Hey, chronics is here to your help, mama Ooh, I said, no worry yourself, mommy I one thing me, I beg you do for me And I say, smile, girl, smile Smile for me, Jamaica Respect every time to the one and only K-Quest Giving you the best music worldwide For real, done deal, live with love I wanna never hide you in the closet And let you get the color of the house Pretty next girl, you know you have it Don't worry about them and those That's one yeah, I never want it Never want carry you on street now everything change Now everything change I'm gonna let the whole world see your face See your face Girl, you're too beautiful to keep you private No day, no night, no way, can't hide it Oh 
a bubble up like some water in a tub Girl, I wouldn't hide you like a finger in a glove It don't make no sense to have your own backstage Girl, like you should be on the front page I'm free to kiss you in a public Bring your love and come, bring it, come quick Little things you do, not go trouble it My love, me double it I'm gonna let the whole world see your face, see your face Girl, you're too beautiful to keep you private No day, no night, no way, can't hide it Oh, world, see your face, see your face Girl, you're too beautiful to keep you private No day, no night, no way, can't hide it She's a woman, but young and green
frenzy Smoking sensi, sipping on some Hennessy On the NZ, smoking sensi, sipping on some NZ, living up, living up, living up, living up. Surround by fine ladies, dainty babies, rocking and jigging to songs of all ages, living up, living up, living up, living up. To all of my jiggers and my MCs, honey, daddy, here if you lovely and easy, if you can show you. You're not in my category Rolling my truck Buckle up Girls pull me over Asking me what's up Living up, living up Living up, living up So we rolled along to Wendy's Park her ride She and her friends Then stepped inside Living up, living up Living up, living up To all of my Operator, five double eighteen and a six feet 
sweeter, this is the dog sweeter. It's the lonely sister up with the echo chamber. Watch your man. Thanks again for tuning in to the Echo Rebel Experience. Do remember to please subscribe and review. Yeah, man, as we say, subscribe, review, sub, 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 tell a friend for tell a friend. You just listened to the Echo Rebel Experience. Thank you guys so much. Echo Slim, Nico Rebel. Nico Rebel, Echo Slim. You can catch us on Podcast Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Google Play, and everywhere else that you get your podcast fix. We out.